cards in here, and the Papal Eight is in Lowry's deck coming up here in a little bit. What? Welcome, Commander Smiths. We are the Commander Smiths. I'm Adam Smith. And I'm Lowry Smith. Don't worry. We're cousins. We're cousins. 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 Uh, this is episode 175, and it feels like we just recorded a few days ago. Because we did. We did. <laughs> we did. Yeah. Uh, We're recording early, and that's yeah. why the poll ended early, and um, hopefully this might be coming out. This is coming out on Wednesday. Wednesday. Maybe Tuesday. Maybe, Maybe Tuesday. It might be getting an early jump because of one of our topics we're going to be talking about. Yeah. We're going to talk about Secret Lair. Badass secret lair. Yeah, and it's only going from the 21st to the 23rd, so we're going to try to get it out and give you a little bit of time to listen and be like, all right, do I want to buy it or do I? what do I want to buy if you're going to buy yep. any of it? So yep. Yep. Uh, that is one of the topics. We also, what else do we have for uh, today? We have, uh, we're going to talk about the third and fourth round of Salty 64. Salty and 64. we're gonna be breaking down the, the hateful eight. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna ask you what Whoa. do we call it? <laughs> the, 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 the hateful, hateful eight, eight round. The round of the Thanks hateful the eight. Yes, they are. Thanks much so. Well, more I should do funny it. than we are. Matt the Monorock, Stephen Dale, and Bill from Woodbury helped us out with the hateful eight. We got a bunch of suggestions, and that's the kind of one we went with. Uh, the hateful yep. eight. So it, because it was the first one said. Um, yeah, <laughs> it was the second one said. I think. I think so. I think the other the, one was like the hated eight or something like that. I don't know. Well, yeah, I like that too. It still works. Uh, and then we got well, we got your little guy that you're working on or you worked on. This little guy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I made a Oscar the Reconstructor deck, red, white, reanimating artifacts. Um, and I really like it. I don't know if it's good or not. It feels like there's a lot of dinking around, dinking and dunking. It so, seems like um, a, a fun deck. Like, I was looking at it, yeah. looking over it, and I have a few questions, concerns. Of course. And, of course. <laughs> and some ads, maybe, uh, especially since you have white in there, and we've gotten a lot of nice white cards lately. So uh, I have some uh, some thoughts on those, maybe. We'll see. We'll see. So, yeah, that'll be fun to, to get on that. But... Uh, I think first we're going to hit the Hateful Eight, um, yeah. but we'll get to that in a second. We, we got a lot to talk about, so we're probably not going to BS too much in the beginning here. Uh, I don't really have anything unless you have well, something. Okay. Well, okay, so next weekend, I believe, I I was a guest on CMD Tower last night and recorded oh. on my Essex deck, so I believe that is going to be coming out next Saturday or the following week. Um, had a lot of good fun. It was just me and Combo talking about Essex. And so um, check that out too. Sweet. Yeah. So that, yeah, next week. So this, it'll be that week, <laughs> technically, because we're yeah. recording early. So it's going to be the same week. Yeah. I mean, after, it was, right after this comes out pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Just go see if it's out. Just go see <laughs> if it's out. I don't even. 
Because they were, on there. <laughs> there wasn't like a definite date. It was just yeah. kind of like we're we're hoping for this. So it <laughs> maybe might it not even be out yet. Just yeah, maybe it, it gets cut because they just don't like it. <laughs> oh, I mean we we got into some talking, so they, they might cut out a lot of bullshit. So mm. I don't know what they want to do. Uh, yeah. So I I'm going to my cabin this week. Uh, so that's mm-hmm. why we're recording early. So there's no new news there. Um. Trying to think if I have anything, any gout stuff. No, we were talked about the quads. That was yep. the last podcast. So I hope I you have a good. good uh, I hope you and everybody have a good Father's Day. Yes. If you're true. a father, and if not, go say hi if you want to your dad. To your dad, yeah. <laughs> good or your mom. <laughs> I mean, who cares? Who cares about holidays? I don't know. Yeah. I was so like. I set up having my mom take uh, the kids this weekend so I w- could work on the house. And my wife was just like, so you want the kids gone for Father's Day? <laughs> I was like, no, yeah. I, I just want to work. I just want to work on the damn house. That's what I want to do. So, Well, you want, you want, you want, uh, oh, shit. Why didn't I? I should, like, be ahead of this. You you want the kids gone for Father's Day because you know. <laughs> I don't want relationships. I just want bang bang bang. bang, bang. I don't want to know your name. I just want bang bang bang. <laughs> Dude, that was so funny on Discord, AJ, today. I know, yeah. <laughs> he went down the channels and just spelled it out. He's like, I don't want relationship. I just, or he's real. I just want bang, bang, yeah. bang. And people are like, what? Seeing, <laughs> it, seeing it in one, one channel word. and going, bang, what? Because <laughs> yeah, one of them was bang and the, the comments before were talking about a cat. It's like, what is he talking about? I knew exactly what he was doing right away because it went down my list. I'm like, why? Because I like to keep my... Everything's lit up. Yeah, I like to keep my... Uh, it's my OCD a little bit. Yep. If there's something that's white, you know, that I haven't read, I'm like, okay, let's click on that. Let's, and I'm like... Let's check it out. He went down the line of channels that we barely use on some of those. And I'm like, oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's that's a good Father's Day. You get, get alone time with the missus. Do you even uh, really good? We got a new patron. Woo! Hey. Button. Oh, yes. Wait, now I have to go back because I got bang, I just, bang, bang. I just want you to hit it a bunch of times. Welcome to a meat forest. That sounds like a fairy tale <laughs> of a meat forest. Well, actually, uh, I should have said uh, Andrew Shabrek. Sham, wait, Shambrek. Just hit the button while you're talking at yeah. this. Yeah. Way. Andrew <laughs> Shambrek. Welcome to a meat forest. <laughs> we are so like sorry. That sounds like a fairy tale of a meat forest. <laughs> So you can also become a patron. I don't know if I said this is episode 175, but it is you episode did. 170. You okay, did. just making sure. Uh, but you can also become a patron if you donate a dollar or more. A dollar gets you into the Discord, uh, allows you to get into just chatting with us and all the other Discord members. You also can play some games on Cockatrice or Spell Table. And when League starts up again sometime in the distant future <laughs> you'll be able to be in that and then if you're five dollars or more uh you get the proxy uh, each month you can get a proxy of the week and you get to choose from that if you're a hundred dollars or more lifetime you can pick from any of the proxies uh each month there uh the free way to support the show is to jump on youtube 
check us out there. Subscribe to the channel. Check the videos out. You can also see videos like Curated MTG, which was finally... What's going to be your one coming up? Because that's pretty much what we're plugging here. Because you got to oh, see into the future. Because you wait, already you did your... About? Well, because you you did your. We're going to uh, talk about Uga's Nexus, or do we talk about that? No, because we week? talked about that last week. Because I made fun of you did for we? it. Uh, yeah, because you, you called me a fucker for bringing it up. Uh, yeah, so I did release an Ugin cut. Um, is that like the Snyder cut? And so cut? you're you're putting pressure. What's that? Yeah, <laughs> is like the Snyder cut. <laughs> better, like short, because it's a short, not Shorter four version. hours long. It's so it's like a Snyder cut. <laughs> yeah. Um. So you're you're asking me what I have planned. You don't have anything planned right now, do you? <laughs> Check out Curated MTG. Go to our, the best way to do that if you want to see what video that Larry will eventually put up here. Uh, mm. Go to our go to YouTube and subscribe, and you'll see the notification when he puts. He's looking back to figure out what card he's gonna pick. Uh, but you will can, see ch- what choose for my foil sheet there. <laughs> Or you can check out the Ugin's Nexus and see how you can get infinite know. turns and all that fun stuff. Uh, you can also check out Proxy Time. Uh, I typically have been doing that live lately. Actually, since I started doing it live, I've continued to do it live. Last week was Black Lotus, and the first time I've actually done a black and white, thanks to Gwen's suggestion, actually. She's like, oh, I saw when you messed with the whatever. I think she saw somebody do black and white or saw me mess with it. or I don't know. Whatever. Change it to black mm-hmm. and white, and it looks pretty damn fantastic. The only reason that, that one was made is because of the new Commander Garth and allows you to make yeah. uh, the token whatever proxy of it. So, and Garth goes infinite fairly easy. Yeah. So everybody's so, going to play it. That was last week, uh, and that we have other videos, box openings. I think by the time I get back from the cabin later this week after you hear this or watch this podcast – you, I will be doing a box opening of Modern Horizons 2 Collector Booster. Uh, and then also, this is how you can see our pretty faces. If you want to watch the podcast on YouTube, that is the way to do it. Uh, and then you guys can see, check out Twitter. That is where we do the voting for the Salty 64. Uh, you can also see Not Sharing with Adam, Proxy of the Week, Curated MTG, all that other fun stuff on there. Yeah, and you can direct message us there or shoot us an email at commandersmith at gmail.com. All right. Can I do can I do Sultari Visionary? What does that one do again? For curated? I might do that this one. What does it do again? What is that one? It's a two two shadow and then it, when, it, when it deals damage you get oh. to destroy an enchantment of that. That yeah. that might be curated. That's All right. I'm just foreshadowing. <clears throat> Well, it'd be out Actually this be day. Actually, be Yeah, it? <laughs> it'd be backshadowing because it'd be already probably out on Monday. This is yeah. releasing on Tuesday or Wednesday. Time, man, is messed Time up. Time is on my side. All right. But, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the main event. We bring you the saltiest cards in Commander with the Salty 64. Uh, Let's get ready to rumble! Salty. 64. I feel like with that voice, you just turn like a bunch of teenagers into Satan. Salty. I don't know. 64. I can't even hear you. Salty. 
It's a loud you button. Know, when, you, when you're talking over that, I can't hear a damn thing because it's so loud on my end. When I play buttons, Good. I can't hear anything. You, you could be calling Good. me a dick or something right there, and I wouldn't even know. Just I would never. Although I do catch it when I'm editing because you send me your track by itself, so I guess I can't hear it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... If this is the first week that you're hearing the Salty 64, we started off with 64 of the saltiest cards in Commander, chosen by our Discord and ourselves. We kind of whittled the list down to 64. Mm -hmm. We are now down to the Hateful Eight. Uh, Fucking some good-ass matchups. So uh, we have been doing voting on Twitter, so the best way to... Oh, I didn't write all my stuff down for that. Okay, so... To vote, you need to go on Twitter. We'll put up all these polls. And with the hashtag, okay, so here's here's a couple things. Hashtag MTGSalty64 is how you find the whole thing. There will be a tweet out there that has MTGSalty64. You need to retweet that with your pick. And if your pick ends up winning, you get Every time you pick that each week, you get your name entered in for the drawing at the end. Yeah. Um, this week for the easy voting, it will be hashtag vote. Should we do hateful eight or should we just keep the salt? Yeah, keep so it salty hate- 64. Well, no, we've been doing each oh. to narrow it down. Can we change it? Okay. So it's vote salty eight is what this one okay. will be. The number eight, not spelling it out. And that'll be the best way to find it. Or you can just go to our Twitter page. And you can just scroll down and see all that. But we had a lot of stuff pop up right after the voting this week. But we we got a lot of votes in. So why don't we start Thank off you. going through the matchups here? So, Larry, why don't you start with your top part of your bracket top part. there? Yeah. All right. So my number one seed, Static Orb, was going against Derevi Imperial Tactician. And it had the biggest win of the bracket at 76%, yep. just beating down Derevi. And, yeah, I'm not surprised uh, with that one at all. Me neither. And the next set was Send Triplets versus Tigrid God that we still didn't look up. And um, <laughs> got a fright. I don't got a fright. Got a fright. Oh, you did got look it up. Thank yeah. you. Well, yeah, because um, I was typing it in. <laughs> and this was it. it <laughs> this one was close. It, Send Triplets pulls out the win. I don't. Yeah, fifty six percent. Didn't we predict that this one was Send Triplets was going to just kill? But yeah, this one was really close. This was within a few votes. It's pretty crazy. So, so the Hateful Eight uh, top bracket on my side is going to be Static Orb versus Send Triplets. Static Orb's going to kill it. (laughs) I don't. I don't know if they're going to kill it, but I mean, I see a a pattern, and it might be like a sixty-eight percent win. I would, yeah. I would say that. So it's kind of funny. Remember how I said that back? Uh, Static Orb going against Tigrid. I was like, this matchup is going to be a lot closer than the next week's matchup. Whatever wins between Oloro and Derevi. Sure mm-hmm. enough, it was like 8% more. That's still, that's quite a bit. That was the biggest win out of all of these this week on yeah. both sides. So. Yep. Uh, all right. So the bottom part of your bracket, you have Jockle Hops going against Mindslaver. And whew, another close one, just like Send Triplets and Tigrid. Mindslaver ends up pulling out the win with 56% of the votes. So that was a really close one. We kind of thought Jockle Hops was going to come away with that yeah, one. Yeah, I think Jockle Hops is worse, 
but I don't think it's played as much. Yeah. And so I think I think people are more familiar with Mindslaver locks and it sucks. Speaking of don't get me wrong. There's a one of the saltiest cards in here in the Hateful Eight is in Lowry's deck coming up here in a little bit. What? <laughs> it is isn't in there. This in there? <laughs> yeah, I was like, isn't this? I just remember seeing this, and I was like, that fucker, he, <laughs> little fucker, put it in there. We we did the we did this list, and I was like, that's a good card for Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the salty sixty four helped my deck out. I'm gonna start putting all these in there. Uh, all right, in the bottom part of the bracket, he had we had Grand Arbiter going against Winter Or. Both of those cards had an 85% win on the previous week. Yeah. This week, Winter Orb, the orbs continue with 68%. So that it, that was a pretty good, that was a hand a handy win there. A handy yeah. win? Yep, handy. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky. <laughs> uh, so we have Mind Slaver going against Winter Orb. Orb. It's, and I think we, Winter I Orb wins this two right? weeks ago. Orbs are going to get to the the finals. Yeah, so it's going to be Static Orb versus <laughs> Winter Orb. Winter that's orb. our prediction I mean, on my side, right? Yeah, that's totally what's going to happen. I don't uh, know. Who, yeah, all right. I mean, I Mind Slave. I just think it's going to be an. I think the which one do you think is going to be a bigger blowout, Winter Orb or Static Orb on the their matchups this week? I think Static Orb is going to blow out Sun Triplets more. More okay. Yeah. yeah, I can see that. I think your next week's matchup with the orbs is going to be amazing. Um, all right, so, so the top part of my bracket, I'll start with the top because this is yep. where my number one pick goes away. <clears throat> Expropriate went against Opposition Agent, and Opposition Agent pulled out the win with 67% of the votes. Yeah. Not really surprised there. I mean, I kind of am opposition agents pretty new, but I didn't think expropriate was going to make it, especially what it's going to be, would have been going against here. But uh, the yeah. bottom part of yeah. that top bracket, we had Cyclonic Rift going against Hull Breacher. Now, remember, Hull Breacher, first week, 100% of the votes. Second week, 100% of the votes. Third week, huh, 68% of the votes. So it, it still Much beat it closer. pretty good. Yeah, and I think it's because of the Rift. Rift is used so much in so many decks yeah. that I think that's... Yep. But again, Hull Breacher and Opposition Agent came out on the same freaking set. Yeah, and that's a really the, good they're, point. They're in the semifinals against each other there. So it's, it's kind of Hull Breacher that, wins this, right? Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think this is a bigger blowout than what it did against Rift. Like, I think it's going to get over yeah. 70, I think, in this one. Yeah, so, yep. I agree. Uh, all right, the bottom part of my bracket, Larry. How did that one turn out? So, it wasn't as big of a blowout as I anticipated. So, a Stasis versus Smothering Tithe. Yeah. And Stasis won, but only yeah. by 68%. I That's was crazy. expecting, like, 80, 90 percentile. For sure, because... I mean, Smothering Tithe, don't get me wrong, like, it's... It's a pain, but it's mm-hmm. not. A, it doesn't feel as salty, but it it got a lot of votes. Yeah, for Stasis being and, such a douche card. And there's like when it you you know we're looking at who who's being voted for or what card is being voted for to win it all. Stasis is a top three request oh, yeah. that it's salty, and so being at sixty eight percentile against something that I just didn't expect to even make it into this round. Right. Against Crater Hope Behemoth, like 
I'm impressed. Colored yeah. me impressed. I'm surprised. So that was also a new, newer card, Smothering yeah. Tithe, you know, in the last couple of years. So, uh, and then the bottom part. Now, this one I wasn't it, surprised with. I, I was a little bit surprised by this too, but Vorinclex, uh, Voice of Hunger versus Armageddon, which are two heavy hitters, and Vorinclex won by 68%. We had Holy a lot of 68% wins. Shit, this is the best matchup of the week. Oh, this for is, sure. This is the one I. So I don't know Stasis, where to go. Stasis versus Vorinclex to finish out the 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 Hateful Eight, and yeah, I agree. Uh, I don't know. I think Vorinclex wins this because it's newer, do? probably played more. Yeah. Stasis is already kind of like rule zeroed out, where people are like, oh, "This is too mean." Like, yeah, you shouldn't people. be playing with this card. I don't see yeah. anybody ever playing with it, but Vorinclex, I play with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, I could, I could agree. I could see it going either way. I don't know which one. I think Vorin Clex. I would. This. Yeah, I, I probably agree there. So but then close, like fifty-five, forty-five. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think how the final four will be, or whatever we call it, the fucking four or whatever yeah, they are. Oh, wow, that sounds like an awful porno. Yeah. <laughs> the fucking four. Uh, I think we're going to have Orb and Orb against each other on your side, and yeah. I think it'll be Hall Breacher and... Whew, what has the best chance to go against Hall Breacher, though? I, Hall Breacher is winning on your side. Yeah. At this point. Vorinclex could put up a fight. Yeah. I don't know which one's to pick. I don't know which one I'd pick. I guess Vorinclex. And I that's why we're running the bracket, because yeah. we don't have to make that decision. <laughs> right. It is just is what it is. I want to. I don't remember what I put for my... I know I had your static or make it to the finals. That first week when I made my bracket, mm-hmm. and I think I had... I think I had Stasis going against Hall Breacher on my side. I think. Oh, now I really want to see it. Uh, That'd be impressive. Let me. I, I'm pulling it up while we're talking. Um. What? So, what do you think your final? What? what this is you, me stalling. What do you? <laughs> what do you think the final four are going to be for yours? Or for the Wait, final four? We already did that. Um, uh, I totally so did. I, I had uh, on your side. I had Static Orb going against Oko. So Oko whoa. got knocked out. <laughs> First round. <laughs> yeah. And then on my side, I had Hall Breacher going against Stasis. Ooh, you might be there. And actually, I had Stasis going against uh, Armageddon in this round instead of Vorinclex. Vorinclex lost to Armageddon in this round. You're, you're relatively close, but you're going to have probably three of the f- the fucking four. <laughs> 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 Fuck these four. And... Uh, <laughs> We gotta. We're workshopping the name right now. Obviously, yeah. it's not working. <laughs> it doesn't flow very well. <laughs> Fuck. Four. Uh, that's no. That doesn't work either. That's way too central. You got like <laughs> that low growl going. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I. It, it'll be interesting. This is gonna be a, a good week of voting, and then yeah, then next week will be brutal. But yeah, honestly, the Stasis Warrenclex one is the one that I think is gonna be. The fight of the week this week. So yeah, yep, I agree. All right, that should do it for Salty Sixty Four. Remember, you can win the expropriate and Ooh. the static orb if you 
retweet the initial tweet that says you can win those. So it shows both those in the picture uh, with the hashtag salty64. And then with your pick. So you got to do that before the next cast starts because you can't do it. You can cheat a little bit. You could maybe wait until the voting. You you see the results. Oh, no, you can't see the results until after you vote. So there's yeah. that. Uh, so you want to put that out before the next cast comes out because we're going to once the winners proclaimed the douchiest card and commander we'll go back and kind of timestamp and be like okay everybody that voted this during whatever whatever uh but each time you picked it you get one vote in and then you can win those at the end when we do a drawing uh i think that's it so yeah like i said the easy way to do it is going to be hashtag vote salt salty eight and that's how you can find it or just check out our twitter all right Let's move on to a spotlight deck. All right, Larry, what do we got here? We got your Oscar the Grouch. I mean, Oscar. Oh, you did do it. The Trash Man. <laughs> the Trash Man. It's, he's not Oscar the Grouch. It's. I know, but it's it's pretty uh pretty similar in a way. <laughs> Maybe. You know, actually, side note, really quick. What are you drinking? Because we are how far oh, into this are you drinking? Far enough in. Um. Okay. So I am. I have drank this on the cast before. It's called FAD, Freaking Awesome Delicious. It's a New oh. England double IPA from Omni. And it is an absolutely delicious beer. It's out of Minnesota. Um, and I, I highly suggest it to anybody with good taste. We should almost have uh, a side thing of rating. Like, Lowry rates this beer a blah, blah, blah each week and kind of have what you're of each one of it is out of a one to 10 scale or something like that. A one. Well, to I mean like if I'm pulling, I'm, if I'm bringing it back, I, I think that's a pretty high rating. You know, I, I can, I'm drinking. You, a, you want a, it one, two, three. This is a three or number one. What's what? What is, if I'm ranking it <laughs> out of one, two and three. <laughs> no, I want to 10, one to 10 scale. I don't want to do one to 10. I want it, it one to three. It's either, it's either good. Okay. Or bad. Okay. Well, then you don't need a number. Why don't you just say good, okay, or bad? Yeah, this one's good. <laughs> <laughs> Makes me want to drink it. <laughs> this it's one's the rating good. system we have to work with, all right? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> the worst rating system ever. <laughs> this is I, why we don't I'm get sponsors. A, I'm <laughs> drinking a... Captain Coke, but it's the Captain uh, Coconut Rum. So it has, it's almost kind of similar to a Malibu, but it has the. Okay. Um, Does it say like gout free on the side? <laughs> no, it doesn't. I'm on vacation, so I'm drinking, You're yes. Fucked. I'm drinking pop, which I don't normally drink. But. Oh. oh, well, I wish you the best, my friend. I'm having wine after the cast, but Cindy didn't want to crack it open yet because we got a pack and stuff still tonight. So fun yeah. stuff. All right, so spotlight deck, Oscar. What the reconstructor? Does Oscar do two colorless red, white for four giant artificer. He has vigilance. You can pay one, sacrifice an artifact. Target creature you control gets plus two plus so until end of turn, and then you can pay X, tap it, exile an artifact card in uh, with mana value X from your graveyard, and then create two tokens that are copies of the exiled card. Activate it only as a sorcery. So, first looking at this, um, is there two ways to build this? Are you trying to make 
Um, I don't know. Like a Voltron-y type deck and a bunch of like tokens, like treasure tokens, sacrificing all that. Or do you take advantage of cool cards going to the graveyard and getting two tokens? So I, I tried to go more towards like cool stuff going, like just drawing cards and trying to draw more cards yeah. and try and draw into cards that can win me the game. Kind of, yeah, kind of it, like I was talking about with Soltari Visionary. Like, if I can get through and I can sacrifice like four artifacts and it's unblockable, I'm dealing like ten damage. That's that's solid to me. Yeah, and are you thinking commander damage? Or I noticed no. there were some creatures in here that you're just going to be doing a lot of, not a lot of, but there's um, what was the one? The uh, I wrote them down. The Mirian Crusader. Yeah. So is that one of your guys that you're trying to maybe pump up? Yes. And because he has the double strike and the pro green and black. And so that's uh, kind of like a through. type of evasion, right? Like mm-hmm. heart makes it harder to block. Uh, the double strike means that it's getting, you know, like instead of two plus O, it's getting four plus O, mm-hmm. right? And um, you can really go with a beating. I also have the prophetic, prophetic flame speaker in here. I considered uh, there is a 1-1 flyer double strike from Mirrodin that could have fit in here too. I just ended up kind of cutting it. That flame speaker is really sweet because the card advantage that you can get from it. Yeah, well, you just you only get the two, the two cards. It's not like per damage. It's per time. Yeah, that but it it's still yeah. going through. You're taking from the top of their library, right? Damage to a player, exile a top card. Of, no, it's your library. You may yeah, play it this yours. turn. Oh, so you have to cast it. I was thinking for free. Okay. so But still, it has the double strike on it. I yeah. thought the more impressive game winner... It's funny we're doing Dave Dragons at the beginning, but whatever. That's how <laughs> it was working. Uh, the the best, and it fits really well with this, is the Hellkite Igniter. I think yeah. that's a really sweet one because what Hell Hellkite Igniter does, it's a lot to come out. It's seven, but mm-hmm. it's a flying 5-5 five, five haste. You can tap two... It gets X plus O until on a turn where X is the number of artifacts you control. This is a fucking heavy artifact deck, especially when you're making And you tokens. can do that as many times as you have mana right. available for it. So you're late in the game. Somebody doesn't have a flyer or whatever. It's a, that's The nice thing is it has the haste. So it's like, yeah. all right, I can kill that person off by play it, attack, boom, that person's dead. You know, you, it maybe yeah. there's already Tyson already Tyson dead. did that to me years ago. When it, um when it, the Sahili precon came out, you're not bitter. We were at playing all. like a six person. What's that? I, oh yeah, I remember these that's things. That's Sahili one. Yeah, yeah, that Sahili one was a really and good. And he was just that. like, well, it was like he just blazed it out. It was like turn four or five. He's like, everybody have flyers. Larry, do you have one? No. What are you at? And I was already, I was getting picked on. I was at like twenty. He's like, well, you're gonna die. Oh. I'm like, are you fucking <laughs> kidding me? So um so I remember it, and I know that it can kind of come out of nowhere. Yeah, so um, that was I, I thought one of my it. favorites, um, Dave Dragons in this part in your deck. Mm-hmm. But the cool thing is with this deck is you had a lot of like your artifacts are like low costing, drawing you cards like Alchemist Vial. I mean that's one of the top things on the list. Or yeah. it's just it's a two drop artifact. Whenever it's a battlefield, you draw a card. You can tap one, sacrifice it. Target creature can't attack or block this turn. That's meh, but. When you're using Oscar's ability by tapping it and making two more and drawing two more cards off Mm -hmm. of it, that's where it gets really interesting. The the 
benefit of making it so they can't block will help you with your attacks as well. Yeah, there, but I think there's it's more like for the draw. A slight benefit to that part, but really it's like 50 50. I'm gonna if I'm just gonna sacrifice them for the plus two plus oh. Mm-hmm. So they're like kind of can be used, but I can also end people with them. Like if, if I'm able sure. to get through with something. And so it's, and that's the nice thing too, with this, the sacrifice part of his ability is not a tap ability. So you yeah. can keep sacrificing other things. And that yeah. one is you can use at instant speed. It's the making the tokens that you can't use at instant speed. Um, one question I had w- uh, would you consider, I know it's a true drop arcane signets really good to be in here. What about like having like commander's sphere? Because then you get that draw in that, you know, I was, I was kind of having problems with like the three drop spot. Um, and I was, it, it's something that could be reconsidered. Um, I haven't felt like I need more draw if that makes sense. Okay. So it's yeah. not like I feel like I'm missing com- Commander Sphere, um, and I just have I have a lot of two drops, and so yeah. it's kind of like I want to go you like have a lot of nice stuff with that, yeah, yeah, and so I want to go like two drop, which is drawing me a card or setting me up for a good like turn four or five, or and then turn three I get a three drop, which happens, and then turn four I either want to be playing Oscar or two two drops. Mm-hmm. And so having that two drop spot, like where I can ramp into four on turn three with Oscar feels good and right with the arcane signet. Uh, well, let's talk about the elephant in the room, uh, mind slaver and how much of a salty douchebag you are. <laughs> hmm. It's a, uh, it's a win card, right? I mean, <laughs> it's not that bad because in, in this deck, it's not, it's not that it's bad. Not You're going to make two, you're going to make two token copies of it. <laughs> no, no, no. It's legendary. Oh, that's a good point. So one okay. does go away. So again, yeah, and, and it's not point. a lock because... It's not that bad. Oscar exiles it. exiles it, it yes. So you're, you're playing... So this one you want to like play, pay the four, take somebody else's turn. Then the next turn you want to use Oscar, bring it back. Um, and then you have the potential to bring it back with other cards in the deck like Goblin Welder and... Uh, maybe one other but but you have goblin engineer as well that could kind of do similar thing well that one that, that's work, three it's five. or less yeah yeah or six that's actually six yeah. so um it's, it i didn't think that it would it it'll make somebody salty but it's not a lock and it's not really abusable but it's going to make somebody very salty i agree i understand i understand Okay, kill him. <laughs> uh, why don't we also jump on your curated card, Ugin's yeah. Nexus, and how this card works. So that was, if you guys, this all be linked on there as well. If you're watching YouTube, we'll have that video so you can see the breakdown. But he, why don't you give us the breakdown right here? How does Ugin's Nexus work with this? So Ugin's Nexus makes it so that nobody can take an extra turn. But if it goes into the graveyard from play, you get to take an extra turn but you have to exile it from your graveyard. So you can't like sacrifice it and then bring two back. What you want to do is make sure you get it into the graveyard and then use Oscar's ability to bring back two copies. And the thing is, is you got to make sure that one of them, it's a legendary artifact. So one's going to automatically sacrifice, but if the other one's in play, it states that you can't take an extra turn. So it will stop you 
unless you sacrifice that as well and have two of those triggers on the stack. And so just so two extra turns. Two extra two. turns is pretty sweet. Very fair. Um, in the video, I kind of show you how you can go infinite uh, turns. And so, um, but I did not but do that. But you do not have deck. that combo in this. No. Yes. No. Because uh, the other reason, it has Isochron Scepter, and I have seven instances in this deck. It'd be eight if I added in the combo piece, but only one, um, two, three, four, five. Five cards would work with Isochron Scepter, and that's just not enough for me. Yeah, for sure, because that it means you're not going to necessarily hit that every single game. So yeah. if it just you have that out, you may. Hand. Yeah, exactly. It's just pointless. Um. Let's also talk about another curated. We're just going to pump your curated yeah. MTGs out I, here. I was noticing that. I was like, oh, that's a good card. Yeah. Oh, no, I've already done a curated for that. <laughs> so let's uh, let's do another curated with uh, Pia's Revolution. So yeah. this one's interesting. Uh, I think you're playing this more to give them an option. Like if you have both mm-hmm. of them out and it's like, hey, do you want this to go to the graveyard where I could potentially make two of them? By casting it again. So it's still the same thing. Or do you want it to go to my hand and deal? Is it three damage if it goes to your hand? Target opponent? No, it's three damage to let it go to the graveyard. graveyard. Yeah. Yeah. Three damage there, and I can make two of them. Or do you want it to go to my hand and I just cast it again and then potentially keep going with it? So it's interesting. I put it on the question of why you had it in there, but it makes sense of why you have it in there, too. And so it. the thing that I'm thinking that it's going to do is because Oscar has that sacrifice like ability on it. So like mm-hmm. I can just be sacrificing draw cards if I'm late game and I can pick on whoever has the least amount of life and they're more likely send it back to your hand and then you can just kind of like cycle through it and go with as much mana as you can. So I'm, I'm thinking more of it as like a late game card that allows me to continue to draw and put cards into my hand and try and find those game enders a little bit mm-hmm. but also what it can do is just pump a creature up that i think can get through so like a flyer and i can send that through or the the shadow guy and or double striker so that that's kind of the hope and i agree it might have issues in here but i've also found like i don't have enough times where i can untap and get rid of everything in my graveyard so, mm-hmm. like, there's always choices in my graveyard for Oscar. And so why not have them, like, cards come back into my hand as yeah. well? Yeah, and really quickly, just going through, you have, like, Faithless Looting in here. Yeah. Um, what are some other ones that you have to kind of cycle through? To, is it Rummage? What is it? No, it's not. What's the, the uh, term loot. for red? It's looting. Loot. There yeah, we go. Yeah, yeah. Where... so it's Thrill pro- Possibility. There's Faithless Looting. And I did, I have cut a couple of other cards like cathartic reunion um and i and i end up really trying to focus on the artifacts coming into play yeah with thrill of possibility as well yeah i said that yeah oh you did sorry yeah, okay yeah. um and so there's not a whole ton of like dumb like the other thing that i'm looking to discard is with um there's that artifact that is heavily played it's the uh what is it called? It's four mana, and then it's trading just post. Has, yeah, trading post. So you can discard a card. So you can discard, gain four life. Yeah, 
and gain four life. And, you know, you could sacrifice an artifact to draw a card if that's what you're looking for. Um, it just has, has a ton of utility in here that's kind of nice. Yeah. Uh, okay, so my favorites, I guess, in here. Ooh. I really, really like Combustible Gear Hulk in this. Yeah. <clears throat> I think that's a sweet card to have in this because you're, you're tapping the six. You get a six, six. Uh, when it strike. enters, first strike, when it enters, target opponent may have you draw the three cards. If they don't, you mill those, which that's fine. You want those. That's a, there, There's another way. There's our other mm -hmm. way. Yep. Getting three cards into your graveyard, but then it can deal a crap ton of damage to that player, or is it to any target? Deals damage to that player, player equal to the total yep. mana cost. So there's, you're getting a 6-6 six, six for a strike right there. You're either getting cards into your graveyard or you're getting them into your hand. You know, that, that just seems like a huge win-win with that one. Yeah. And then imagine if that is in your graveyard and you're making two, two, two. of those. You're doing yeah. that two times? Like, that seems pretty silly. And the, awesome. the first strike makes it so, like, you can attack with it. And if somebody wants to try and, like, kill it, you can have it survive by, like, pumping it if you want. Or more than likely, it's just going to be a really good blocker. Yeah, for for six mana, and you're trying to probably send in flyers or double strikers instead of a huge, non-evasive six six. So, can I tell you my the card that most intrigues me for like my play style mm. is your it, it's 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 a common. It's not a big deal, but this is like the thing that I probably how I would build around it. Uh, Reckless Fireweaver. I love that card because because oh, yeah. you're sacrificing artifacts. You're dealing damage to everybody, and yep. you, that's what this deck is built on. So I really like this card in there, and it's only doing one damage. Your deck isn't built around this card per se. No, but I like that this is in there. Just having and so that. yeah, Reckless Fireweaver. Whenever you have an artifact, whenever an artifact enters the battlefield under your control, it deals one damage to each opponent. And so like, I can be like. Pay two, artifact into play, draw a card, everybody takes a damage, sacrifice it, bring it back, have two come into play, draw two cards, everybody, everybody takes two damage. two damage. And yeah, so that's just continuous. I mean, it it just it's a nice little value in engine, and it's a one three for two, so it is early game blocking, which is nice for me because y'all throw shade my <laughs> oh. way. I need Aww. I need something to stop your one ones and two twos. I don't want you to feel bad for me. I just need to I don't want to play walls oh, like shit. Jeremy. You know what I mean? <laughs> he doesn't even listen anymore. So doesn't I know. I know. It's a, it's a, it's a dig for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> they just play magic with us. They don't listen to us anymore. <laughs> they, they listen to us enough when they play magic with us. Uh, <laughs> They're sick of us. Uh, and then I wanted you to kind of explain a little bit, because you had mentioned this on Twitter and I just wanted a little more in depth of why you think this card is good, but Bergy, I, oh. I know it's good, but I want you to explain why you so, posted that. You're like, this is a, a good card. It might be late to the party and all that. Bergy, God of Storytelling, it is from Keldheim, two colorless red. Whenever you cast a creature at a red, it doesn't go away at the end of phases, and then um, the other part doesn't matter. So it's a 3-3 three, three for 3, but just being able to, like, it feels really good. Like I said, I was really high in those two CMC spot and this makes it be one. And then at the end of it all, I'll just generally have one left over and then I can sacrifice an artifact for like plus two plus O oh, 
And so I'm really, it's up it's, until this point, I didn't realize that it was just when you cast a spell, I was thinking it was a red spell. So your artifacts, you're right. Yeah, yeah. That is pretty, that's sweet. And so you just like in this deck with a lot of cantripping, like even like what you can do is just like, I draw, I draw, I draw, you gain up X amount of red mana. And then you're like, okay, I'm dumping that into the X ability to bring this back. And that's not casting, so it's not going to add anything. But it kind of just gives you some really good juice that I wasn't expecting. Um, but I like it because it's it's very mm-hmm. different from um, there. There are those cards that reduce spells by one, so it's kind of similar to that idea. But just adding that mana allows you to use it for his abilities that are heavily used in this in this deck, right? because mm-hmm. it, it doesn't because it's able to like would you ever do the mana. flip side of it yeah yeah there there are times i've i've tried to i've goldfished the deck quite a bit um and so the flip side i've wanted to draw into it because there are times where i just get like three four extra lands in my hand and they're never going to get fully played so it, it'd be nice to just be like okay i discard i is it discard or exile because you always land? have so much land yeah or... yeah i don't need all of that land i just need most of that go back, land go back to our discussion about urza's saga last week <laughs> <laughs> it's good to have land from what i've heard it's it's proper deck building but like <clears throat> and so i, I think uh i i have liked it because it's just it's a cheaper ramp spell than i anticipated uh okay so a couple things i have suggestions for potentially mm-hmm. uh esper sentinel it just came out so obviously that's not in here yet for sure but would you yeah, yeah think of making two copies of that like yeah <laughs> yeah well oh what what is the wording on that esper sentinel it's they well let's pull it up because i wonder if somebody's casting an un you know a non-creature spell and you're they're like whenever I an pay opponent one. casts their first non-creature spell draw a card unless that player pays x where x is esper sentinel's power so you'll get to draw two two if they don't if pay. they're both out but the thing would be is if somebody's willing to pay for it i wonder if you'd be able to pump one of the esper sentinels to make them pay three or you draw the card because mm. it's for its power right i don't yep. know if you'd be able to respond in that way Whenever opponent casts, no, because they would already have cast. So they're casting it, and then they have the, yeah. The you, you'd have the cast to trigger, so they don't. Yeah, so you'd have okay. to do it like their turn starting. All right, I'm you know pumping them up, and then we'll see what you do here. You know, kind of type thing, kind of yeah. predict a little. Yeah, bit. it it still seems way awesome though. Yeah, it seems pretty sweet. Uh, I also it, a lot of these suggestions are going to be new cards, just because I don't know. Mm-hmm. What what are your thoughts about like doing the hindering effects like wandering archaic uh mangara the diplomat uh and monologue tax in here so, so this, I, i'm very curious about it because you know they don't fit with the theme but those yeah. cards we have keep saying that you know they made it in our top 10 if not the number one spot in a lot of these does so, it make it into a white deck to hinder people enough you know monologue tax was in the list and i eventually cut it thinking that I had a, an efficient enough list that I didn't need it along with mm-hmm. um, I, I th- 
in this list, I like Archaeomancer's map better, especially since it's an I artifact. I do like that card a lot. Yep. Yeah, and that's one of those cards where I can just be like, I'm getting a you know fist ton of of land into my hand, and so doing the flip side of Burgi is awesome when that when mm-hmm. when map is going. Um, Wandering might be an interesting add in this. It, I feel like Wandering goes in so like it goes deck. in so many decks. And with it not being so artifacts, I yeah. I don't know. Not saying it's I, I can see myself putting it in here, but I don't I don't want to. There there are other decks where I want wandering archaic into, and that this isn't one of them. Okay, and then my last ad, speaking of lands, Urza Saga. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Uh, so that gets you an artifact. You get to go search for one of your artifacts in here. I'm trying. I'm going through. You have one. Two, I don't know how many ones three. I have. I have a lotus. That's I'm going four, pedal. five. Uh, you have five one drop artifacts. Uh, I don't think you have any creatures that are one drop no, artifact so creatures. Either. Yeah. So you have five of them in there, or land. Mm-hmm. You know. So. Urza Saga, just just saying. It or could definitely it could work in here for sure. Do it. well. Think of that. You make that 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 uh, that token for two turns, and you're playing all these artifacts. That token's gonna be huge, dude. Yeah, I just mean, saying. dig site engineer <laughs> is just better in this deck. <laughs> and that was uh, I like this card. Dig site engineer is fantastic fantastic in this car, uh, deck and that's whenever you cast an artifact you can pay two to make a um construct a construct token that's plus one plus one for each artifact you control so definitely agree with you on urza saga on here um i think it works in this deck i think you have enough artifacts to make it viable and reasonable and you got a lot of targets for the um the searching part i think but, I, I agree well, with let's you be clear. I, with you wouldn't you wouldn't uh you wouldn't use Yavamaya here, right? No, I mean there isn't any reason to. It's a it's a red white deck. I understand <laughs> where you're going with. Are you So after okay, so we're we're gonna talk about this now. Yeah. I, I, I you, you still, can still vote, I think, actually yeah, on this. I still hold to the bets. I've definitely heard some different angles that make me like Urza Saga more, and I don't. And I actually think it's going to get banned, so I feel like you're in you're in the better seat. Actually, <laughs> I don't. I don't. I'd like to see a deck and see how it runs before I start saying it's going to get banned or something. Um, but I, I, I don't I think my it. range was accurate. I think it's going to be much closer to Yavamaya Cradle of Growth in price. So I, I think mm. I think it's going to be a lot closer bet within the next year unless yeah. for some reason it's banned. But I, I want to yeah. see some deck lists and see how it runs before I start I'm, I mean, thinking I, that. And I said it last week. I'll be playing it in a lot of like, decks going forward. If, if I have senseis in a deck, it's probably going to be in there to help go get that. At okay. the very least, I'm making constructs, you know, so that's... Uh, okay, so last thing with this. What are do you have any other cards that, that, that you want to talk about? Some pet cards, anything like that? Because I that was kind of all my notes for this. Seems yes. really fun, uh, because I like the making the two token stuff. I kind of wish it was like 
green and bl- like fitting <laughs> Chatterfang in there. I wish green could go. Yeah, it'd have to be green, black, red, white. Green and black, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Four color. Or I wish that the uh, that new artifact that we liked on the top ten, I think it was our number nine pick where it makes all all of them clue, treasure, oh, yeah, yeah. food token. Yeah. I wish that this fit with that because I'm like, oh, that would have been sweet in here. But is I'm, I'm going to fit that you... in here. I just picked it up today. So I might... I might try. But, but you aren't making enough treasure token stuff. Yeah, that's you? true. I, I don't know. A... I mean, I can adjust the deck. I can. I change stuff. Okay, so one card that I want to point out that when War of the Spark came out, we were talking about like how it's good uh, with Karn the Creator. It's it's good because of the static ability where it just shuts off everybody else's artifacts. And mm-hmm. here is it's actually fully relevant because what it can do you can is use the exile stuff. You can use you're pulling cards from exile and putting it back into your hand. Good point. And Oscar is putting those cards into exile, and so uh, Ted was talking about this when we were like talking about on the Discord because we had we had like three four people that wanted to build this as well. Um, and I think we all kind of went different routes. Too bad, um, fuckers! Larry already made it. <laughs> no, no, no. You can't no. make I it now. Because because zero went with like equipment. Um, it seemed like jacuzzi went more like big mana, and because like there's a lot of really cool like jeweled lotus in here. Like goes nuts, right? You pay zero, mm-hmm. create two jeweled lotus, and then you get to cast yeah. Oscar whenever you want. Or there's the the suspend lotus. Uh, Lotus uh, Petal, which I have in here, is really yeah. good. Um, and so the deck can go really like high ramp, or just think of like Mana Volts and Grim Monolith being able to like pay for th- like tap three, sacrifice it, bring it back two of them, sac- sacrifice more. Um, you can get mana really quick and play some really large artifacts as well. So you could go big with this deck. Um, I, I went more yeah, like I could, see, I could see it going Voltron in this one yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. So there's the zero drops. There, there's definitely a lot of cool ways that you can build this, and there isn't just like one way you have to build it for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I like I like this build because I think I I don't know. I like how you did it. Like you have a lot of draw stuff that is really cheap, two or less, pretty much. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I might have I might have gone Voltron, but I liked the the angle that you went. I think I liked that almost better than what I would have done. There, there um, is an interesting that, like little bit of like a burn package in here. I don't know if you've noticed that. Um, so there's Pyrite Spellbomb, which can like you pay a red, deal two damage to any target, and when you start rolling with like doubling the activation oh. to create like four of them, that's dealing. There's also the um, Sculling Doom engine. When that dies, it, you deal six damage to a player. Deals. And yeah. and then you can make two of those, sacrifice those. So that right there is 18 damage if you want. You do have the Reckless Fireweaver that you were talking about. Um, is that all of them? So there's only three cards, but like it feels like it gives the deck a bit of reach as well. Going like, okay, mm-hmm. I can deal six damage. Um, pretty easy if I wanted from here. Um, and there's there's other cards that could go in here to to do more of that. 
Um, but I, again, I avoided it. So some things that I, some problems that I had with building this deck is I didn't want it to be so close to like my Gadrak deck, which is mono red, reanimate artifacts, sacrifice them. So it's, I wanted to make sure that it was different enough and felt different enough to make sure that it was just like, okay, maybe I just devour Gadrak and, and add these ideas in here. Cause I can easily add in Mycosynth Lattice and that whole package of like Hellkite Tyrant, <laughs> Um, because the Vanda Blast is in here. You people out then with Mycosynth. Yeah, and Karn. If you like, did Mycosynth, then you just <laughs> with Karn. Yeah. yeah, so that's what Gadrak does. Like, there's a lot of dirty things that it does with Mycosynth Lattice. And if I put that in here, it would make the deck probably more competitive, a lot meaner. But I want to, you know, like I'm saying, I want them to be different decks, right? Mm-hmm. So... Um, there, there were some conscious decisions not to add these cards in to make sure that they're playing. And, and honestly, this is just kind of like a little bit of just like player cards that draw you stuff. And those, those little artifacts that come into play that can't trip, it feels like an expensive ponder. Like, it's just like draw a card and then you get to draw two cards later on. And, and it, and it just gives you, um, some game late game like i can run out and then i just start drawing cards and it's and it's kind of fun that way would you ever think of throwing hellkite tyrant in here because of the 20 well that's what i was saying like, like if that? i if i was be... going to do that then i'd i'd add in mycosynth lattice then and then i'd more... add in the goblin yeah. that trinket nabber or um you know what i mean yeah. the one that sacks trinket. or yeah steals artifacts that Tre- treasure, nabber. treasure nabber thank you yeah, so any any yeah. artifacts that tap for mana, like you start sealing that stuff and um you start just starting to be mean and I don't I don't think you <laughs> Lowry's not mean, but for some reason everybody attacks not, him all the I'm time. I'm not the bad guy. I just play Mindslaver. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. You know, and that that's what kind of makes it a little bit different too. Like if that would probably the be the one for one switch. Lattice would come in, Mindslaver would go out. I'd kill Gadrak as a deck um, and just kind of cannibalize it into this one. And, and I don't, I, I don't, I can't remember playing Mindslaver in the last decade. So like, yeah. I can't wait for you to play I, this. See, I'm glad you're on board with what I'm thinking now. You know, keep your grubby hands <laughs> off of my, I'll just turn. look over your shoulder and point. <laughs> play this. I'll whisper in your ear too. Oh, all right. Is that it? I, Is that I it think for uh, well, Spotlight? Okay, so real quick, there are a lot of cards that can double activated abilities that are in here. So there's Rings of Bright Hearth, um, Panharmonicon, Anointed Procession, because there's a lot of ETB stuff in here. There, Yeah, imagine all those token stuff, the Anointeds. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to find... There's... Uh, there's Battle Mage's Bracers, which was in this pre-con deck. And then there's also the uh, Mage Rites Stone, which untaps uh, Oscar along with Thousand Year Elixir. And then there one more. Um, there's an equipment that uh, the Bracers, Bracers, Illusionist Bracers, yep. whenever yep. an activated ability is um, activated on the creature, you double it. So even when you're like mm-hmm. with this on there, you pay one sacrifice and a creature gets plus four plus O. Or if you're like pay two, bring back that cantrip, it's going to create four instead of two of that 
artifact. And so there, that is a fun little sub package of just like doubling the effects of what Oscar is going to do. Cause that's what I want to be doing with the deck anyway. So, right. Um, <clears throat> one more, Seems fun, <laughs> one dude. more. Sahili's directive is insane in here, which is, um, Sahili's... it's in sorceries. So it has improvised oh, X three red. And then X, you get to it's it's a artifact version of Genesis Wave. It, mm, so you're looking for you tap X and then hit any artifact that's X or less, you get to put directly yeah. into play. And that's going to be everything that you that shows up in X, because you're going to have multiple mm-hmm. to, like tokens that don't really do anything that you want to just sacrifice anyway. So improvise could be a route that you go in this this deck as well. But this is that's a ton of card advantage in this deck. All right, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I really love this deck. No, I think it's going to be fun. It's very uh, interesting. It's different. Um, Mind Slaver sucks, <laughs> so that's it. I got to put in one crappy <laughs> card. Uh, all right, so now we are going to move on to the Secret yes. Layer. Uh, we just got kind of surprised yesterday with the Secret Layer yeah. drop stuff. Um, I don't know. This is maybe the right <laughs> noise I mean, for it. Ka-ching. Whatever makes you come. <laughs> uh, okay, so this is a big super drop. So we get a ton yep. of stuff here. And I do have to give a little shout out. Uh, to set Zen Tharzar who broke down like yeah. the costs of everything. We're not going to go through necessarily the costs. We're going to kind of give you a quick version of this because we're already over an hour with the, the cast. So we're just going to give our opinions of this. And that's why this cast is coming out a day early. So you gives you a chance to kind of we take our opinions. We, we want you to make the decision maybe. for yourself, but after hearing our opinions on it, our yeah. opinions of it. Okay. <laughs> So why don't we uh, switch off going back and forth with them? Uh, I'll start with the first okay. one. So the very first one is Saturday morning D and D. This one comes with. It's funny we get another Commander Sphere Secret Layer because then we just get one with that with the uh, rocks. I'm pretty sure yeah. we got yeah yeah with the rock stuff. So uh, so it has like your Saturday morning cartoon kind of look to this. So these are kind of they're interesting. Uh, but you have Commander Sphere We're We're of Invention, which mm-hmm. I like that card, but it's not a very expensive card. Heroes Downfall, Impact Tremors, Primal Vigor is the 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 prime the golden yeah. goose here. Unbreakable formation. So you can get the non-foils for 30, the foils for 40. The Primal Vigor is only printed yep. in non-foil. Like it's only been non-foil. This is the first time it'll be in foil. And the non-foils currently are at $45. Yeah. Um this one, and I, I like the art with this. It's kind of fun. It's cartoony. I, I'm fine with the primal it's not like my figure. I think some of them, like I like the Unbreakable Formation art. I dig the Impact Tremors. I'm fine with that. I'm not sure if I like Heroes Downfall or War of Invention. Yeah. But but like all of these cards are playable in my book. And so it, it at least makes mm-hmm. me go like, especially with I don't own Primal Vigor. So it's like, I want this one. Yeah. I do have it, but that's just... I should have a good for you. <laughs> I, I have it because... Oh, 
good. I had you. to have a deck that made it work with that. But uh, so I mean, just with Primal makes this one worth it for mm-hmm. foils. Uh, I don't know what those are going to be at. It's the first foil printing of this. Uh, it's really your 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 money maker on this whole yep. thing. But forty five bucks. This thing costs forty. Kind of no brainer there a little bit. All right, so why don't you move on to the next one, Larry? This so the next this one is an artist favorite, series actually. from Mark Poole, who has been around forever. Um, new art for Balance. Um, why? Which we can't. Why use. do they print cards <laughs> that's banned in every format other than vintage? Like, I, it's it's restricted in vintage. All right, whatever. It has Birds of Paradise. Cool art though. Yeah, it is cool art for sure. Birds of Paradise, old oh, school the, art. The OG, yeah. OG BOP. Uh, there is Brainstorm with, with new art. Oh, I haven't seen it, but I'm cool. assuming that it's either new new art or MTGO. I'm not 100%. Maybe? Yeah. Because uh, I've seen no, we've seen all of the other art other than Balance. Okay, so this could no, be new. Uh, you haven't, no, have you seen? I haven't seen Wastelands before. Oh, that's true. I haven't either. So it's probably have new. seen that with... Uh, yeah. You're, yeah. you're spoiling it. All right. Counterspell, which is oh, spell impotence, where the spell's coming out of his, and it's just, it's limp spell. He has problems. Brain, uh, quick, quick note. Brainstorm it is, is new. new. Art. I just went, I did a scry fall really quick to see if okay. it was, it hasn't, that one hasn't been printed. Howling Mine, before. which okay, is going, old school art. Oh, yeah. And then there's Love Wasteland. Which uh, I think Ted brought up. It's uh, the Alexandria, the uh, Library of Alex- mm, Alexandria. Yeah. Like that's oh, the tower and everything. That is that's, fantastic flavor. Yeah. So this, yeah. this one's a no-brainer to me in foil, yeah. right? Foil, foil <laughs> birds, sure. foil brainstorm, foil counterspell, foil mine, foil wasteland. All playable cards other than fucking balance. Do you think they put balance yeah. in there to make <laughs> you go like, maybe I don't want it because I can't play 100% of these cards? <laughs> At least it wasn't channel again because they keep. <laughs> but doing it's the same like feel, reason. right? <laughs> I do. Maybe they're yeah. gonna unban. But yeah, I mean, wasteland alone, wasteland alone, and foil for the cheapest foil. That's yeah. you know, it's an eternal masters fifty dollars. Yeah. So your wasteland, and I like this art better than that one. That like, gets kind of cool to think, you know, Library of Alexandria. That's the tower that's there, and it's now just. A yeah. waste, you know? And then the counterspell, that is my favorite counterspell art. You know, that's from when we were kids, you know? Like, that one yeah. was really cool with the... No, so Looking cool. like he has love tentacles, but it's the, the spell. Yeah. And that's also in modern now, you know? Yeah. So that could be the one that people go for. So, yeah, I definitely... This one, I think, is number one or two. There's one coming up that it's I It's number really two for like. me. Number two for me. Yeah. Hey, number two. <laughs> All right. Then the next one is special guest Fiona Staples. And in the... I don't either. But it looks awesome. <laughs> uh, in this, you get full arts of these. Dryad of the Elysian Grove, Metallic Mimic, uh, Sakura Tribe Elder, Soul Scar Mage, and Spell Queller. Uh, Dryad of the Elysian Grove looks fucking fantastic. Like, that art yeah. looks... Yeah. I like that art better I than the like original it a one. Lot. Like, it looks... It looks very metallic. Sexy. Mimic like is fantastic. Sakura Tribe Builder is mm-hmm. fantastic. Spell Queller is one that you picked. Uh, when we I did love Spell Queller as as a yeah, spirit and and the 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 worst card is Soul Scar Mage and very playable in specific decks. 
And so for sure. So this one, I thought, you know, I had dry out of the Elysian Grove, which is still a pretty new card. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's at 30 bucks. Like just the, the foil normal foils of this or the, is it the, yeah, the normal foils of this are okay. at 30. So it's like your $10 off spell quellers up there. Metallic, like all this mm-hmm. stuff is totally usable. So this one is, a, a this is, this me. is a strong third. Like, Everyone we've talked about so far, like yeah. the only one, like D and D, I'm like, eh, but it has the high highest price card. I don't own. It's like, I want it. I want it. I want it. What's next? Right. And by the way, I don't, I'm not gonna keep saying it, but the non foils of these are thirty, and the foils of these all all across the board mm-hmm. is forty. So thirty and forty, thirty and forty. So we don't have to keep yeah. saying it. So the foils, all these have a foil and a non foil printing. Uh, all right, and then Larry, what do you so move on to the next special one? guest Jen Bartell. This one's kind of weak. I don't know who that is. Uh, so they have Archeomancer with alt art. Um, and this is when it comes into play, bring an artifact or like an instant of sorcery back into your hand. If you don't know, uh, there's Bloom Tender, which is a fantastic card. Mesa Enchantress, which is, eh. it's enchantment yeah. decks. And then it's been, it's been printed. Yeah, and then lot. Meteor Golem is a very iffy choice. Yeah. A very iffy choice. It looks cool. The art's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, the art's pretty cool. But yeah, uh, your your chase card here is Bloom mm-hmm. Tender. Uh, it has really only the one printing right from Shadowmore, and you're you're looking at foil printings of four hundred dollars. Can you expect that here? No, no the price. No, is it, it when it just came out, didn't it? I just or like it just got a reprint. Was it in the list? No, Bloom no. Tender? Yeah, Bloom Tender was oh, in mystery. Might, you I might think. be. Mystery booster. Yeah, mystery yeah. booster. Uh, but for foil, the first besides yeah. Eventide okay. is yeah, that doesn't count. Shadow Mars, that doesn't count. Um, so that's four hundred twenty-five dollars. This is gonna be that price. No, this nope. is gonna be that price. So this one, I'm not as high on. The only reason I want to get this is kind of what your reason with Primal Vigor is. I don't have a blue cool. bloom tender. Understandable. So maybe this is my chance to get that because you know if I go with the other ones. Um, the cheapest is definitely the bucks. weakest so for commander booster. at this point, but still not yeah. bad. Like meteor golem, yeah. Mason Chantress and Ar- Archeomancer. Like those are budget cards, but usable and bloom tender is definitely mm-hmm. a, a solid card. So I don't like blame them yeah. for that one. All right, probably my favorite and your favorite, I'm guessing, yes. on the list is the Phyrexian Preators Complete Edition. Uh, so you get Elish Norn, oh, you get Did Jin you not Gitaxias. practice your Phyrexian? You need to read it because it's all in Phyrexian and it looks fucking incredible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it is pretty It is pretty awesome. So you got all five of them. So you got the red, the green, you know, Vorinclex, yeah. all that stuff. Original um, art. Yeah, but then they have the interesting, like, you see the the their power and toughness is in that interesting yeah. style as yeah. well. And the box is all, these look amazing. Look awesome. And the, I think the if borders you're getting, are like you sharp. Get foil. They're like Phyrexian sharp. Yeah, this yeah is, definitely get this in foil. It looks. Yeah, this is by far. What like if I had to go off of one, this would probably be the one that I just go deep. Yes, on, you know, like this is the one that's going to make a ton of in money. Phyrexian. God, so yeah, and give you an idea. This is the same thing as Bloom Tender before, but you have Elish Norn Judge Promo Phyrexian uh, mm-hmm. card already, 
and that one's four hundred and what did I put five four hundred twenty five bucks for that one. That's not no. what these are going to be at. Maybe years Probably down the not. road, not four hundred. I, I think there's a lot yeah, of people but, on the same like set of mind of going like this is going to be expensive. So it might have that like everybody's mm-hmm. buying it thing where it's going to be hard to recover. Right. But still, it's going to be highly sought after for years to come. Yeah, I I see in the early by a, a year out each one. I mean. Freaking a! These cards by themselves, without being born, yeah. you know, having the uh, the Phyrexian writing and all that, you just take the the boring Clex. That card itself is freaking ex- more than this whole thing, <laughs> you know. So it's it's just easy to to get this. So, uh, and then we finish off right. This is the last. I don't one. know. There's oh, there's, there's a there's lot, two. so I don't even know until we get to the end. But uh, it's Mother's Day there's, edition, yeah. and it is four different arts. Of Mother of Ruins, which is commonly known as Mom, so totally makes sense. Um, art differs, different styles, different things. Um, and and this one, I'm a little. I bad, I love I Mother it, of Ruins, and so I will be more than happy <laughs> yeah, to use this babies. and get this. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't go out of my way like. If I'm going singly, I probably wouldn't buy this. But if I'm getting a bundle, like I actually plan on getting on this one, I I'm not. <gasps> yeah, I know, I know. I know. But I'm not. I'm not upset <laughs> getting this. I don't feel bad. Yeah, getting it. Right. Yeah. Uh, one more. Yeah. One more. All right, this one. Well, okay. So then the the, the last one we're just gonna combine yeah. them because yeah. it's actually two, two. But it's the Dan Fraser. Is back the allied signets and enemy signets. The uh, enemy signets. Each one is forty in old school border. They're pretty cool looking. They're the least uh, when you compare them to the foils that are existing. They're the least expensive. But when you have this old school border with foil, these will probably art. go up there as well. These, it and looks they're used a lot. Awesome. Yeah, they're they're all yeah, in like the top really 100 EDH cards played on EDH rack. Yeah. I don't play them very often, but I <laughs> I don't play the I don't, I don't play the green don't ones at this them. point in my life. But uh, if I'm like two colors, yeah. I'm, I'm so playing okay. It. We so then you break it all down. They have a all for you bundle, which is everything foil and non foil. Everything we just talked about for four hundred and forty-four dollars and forty-four cents, or you can get the all-natural foil bundle, which is basically two hundred and seventy mm-hmm. bucks, or you do the non-foil for two hundred. Um, where are you on this one, Lau? Where, where are you sitting with everything? Where what seems? What was this it is again? A sweet, uh, all right all bat, for this, you bundle. Two seventy. Two seventy for the foils. Four forty-four for forty-four. For everything foil yeah. and non-foil, and then non-foil for two hundred. The the all for you bundle seems to be pretty steep. Like I would I wouldn't do that, but I think I would want. I don't know. I'm I want to either get. I think I'm fine with a foil or a non-foil bundle. And then going deeper on singletons of like the Phyrexian and the other two that we really liked and get like those in foil. Mm-hmm. That might be my route. 
But would you go, I mean, think of it this way. You're spending $70 more to get all those in foil instead of non Yeah, I know. Only $70 yeah, yeah, yeah. more. Yeah. That's the, the, so I, I think I'm in the same boat where I think I might go the bundle because there's certain cards like Bloom Tender. That's the only one I don't have. I want to get, but I, to be honest with you, what I, the, the smart thing for me, the smart mm-hmm. thing to do would be to go deep on Mark yep. Cool yep. foil. Uh, I think the Fiona Staples is a pretty good one to go deep on. And I think the Phyrexian is a good one to yeah. go deep on. Those three, if you wanted to make the most money, uh, if you want to make, if it's all about making money, those yeah. are the ones you go deep on. But if you like having stuff for the collection, that's the part that yeah. I'm having trouble with. But these it just look, I just want the whole thing. So I might go do the same thing and do 270 and then buy a couple extra of each of yeah. those three. That, that's the smart. That seems like probably where I'm going to go. And that this this it feels weird because I don't normally get a ton of the secret layers because but this mm. just feels like like a really good balance. A couple of really high powered expensive cards in here. Um and one yeah, card you don't some even have. really good <laughs> nostalgia in here with like older cards, older mm-hmm. border. Oh. Um I I really really dig this set, um, and they they seem to be doing better in my opinion to uh, like stealing my money at least. <laughs> so that's why you have to get multiple so you can sell some of them. Although you haven't sold yet, you can trade, trade some of them away. away. I need to sell. <laughs> yeah, we're. We're gonna get Eventually. you there, Lowry. Well, you know that we're gonna we're gonna get you. I'm gonna see you in person here soon. We're gonna get an in real life game again, and hopefully no one is sick. Not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we just went through a batch of cold, snotty crap through our house. I was the only one, knock on wood, that didn't get it. Everybody else got sick, so that was uh, fun stuff. Okay, so really quick. Secret layers. If you want to get this, this only goes to the 23rd, 9 a.m. 23rd. So we're releasing this episode a day early just so we can help you out. Maybe if you were on the fence and we helped you figure out which ones to go after, boom, boom. there you go. Um, this is just a boom to help you guys out. We love you guys. I'm too, dr- too, <laughs> two drinks. I'm in too drinky in. So. <laughs> Well, I, I hope you have fun, um, and you're leaving me. Yeah, it's, oh. That's fine. Oh. oh, so here's the best part. We've had 100-degree days, 90-degree oh, day, yeah, yeah. whatever, whatever. <laughs> you see the bottom drop out of It's going to be like 68 degrees on Monday. <laughs> oh, it's going to be 55 Where you're at? up there. It's going to be chilly. <laughs> like for our, I for hope you bring high. your robe. Yeah, it's so- Would you like me to Amazon you this? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> So tomorrow we're trying to get up extra early to get out there because tomorrow's going to be like 75. So we're just going to get the boys swimming, swimming, swimming. And then the bottom drops out on Sunday and then crappy, crappy, crappy. And then Wednesday it warms back up to the 70s and then we leave on Thursday. So it's uh, whatever. All right. I hope you have fun. Um, Well, that should do it for this week. Uh, Next week, though, next week will be the... Whatever you calling it, the fucking four. 
the fucking final four. <laughs> yeah. The, foursome. All right. So next week will be the final four. Make sure you guys get out and vote for the hateful eight. Yeah. Uh, and determine what our last four are going to be. I think we know what three of them are going to be. We got to figure out what the last one's going to be. We got to still vote. If no one votes on it, then we just leave it up to Discord. So who wants to do that? It's only Discord voting anyways. (laughs) All right. Well, that should do it for this week. We will catch you guys next week. Thanks for listening. See ya. Bye. Sega. I love boobs. I'm talking tatas. I love boobs. I'm bonkers for honkers. I Love boobs, thanks for the memories. I love boobs.